The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yeah, so they say you are with you, but how much do you know about the food that you are eating? TV chef and mindful eating coach Ashling Larkin joins us again to take a closer look at some of the foods we eat. And today is all about uh, fruit and veg. And whenever we say anything about fruit and veg, we all know that we are meant to be getting five a day. And five isn't a unit as far as I know. So Ashling, how much uh, fruit and veg are we actually meant to be eating? And why do we need to eat that much? Hi, Anton. Yeah, well, look, I suppose the recommended is you kind of always hear five a day. Um, And in some cases, you know, it's seven a day. Recent studies will tell you globally that maybe we should be eating 10 portions of fruit and veg a day. Um, It looks like a portion is about 80 grams, right? But when it comes to that, one portion of that can be, you know, a, a fruit juice. One portion can be kind of beans, legumes, but the rest then has to be your fruit and veg. And I know so often we hear this and there's like, you know, eyebrows raised. It's like, oh, this again, more fruit and veg. Yeah, yeah. And we all know we should do it. And we all have like such good intentions and it gets into the trolley in most cases during the week. But it's about today is really about like creativity and a little bit of inspiration for how can we make it delicious? How can we make it sustainable? How can we make it so that actually at the end of the week, you can kind of go, yeah, you know what? I had 35 portions of fruit and veg this week. And actually the recommendation is that of those 35, 30 of them, they should be 30 different sources. So 30 different varieties. So it's not a case of just having, you know, an apple at snack time and peas and carrots with your dinner every day. Hang on, 30 different types of fruit and vegetable. Yeah, in a week. So it's that whole thing of kind of eat the rainbow. Um, but the variety is so, so important to make sure that you're getting your antioxidants, your polyphenols, all those good things that we know that fruit and vegetables are needed for. I would have thought most people, myself included, would struggle to name 30 different types of fruit <laughs> and vegetable, never mind eat them. I know. And look, it is a challenge. And that's the thing, right? And I think if we take anything away from today and, and, and for this year, like for 2023, let's go small. Like, let's just do small, sustainable steps. I suppose my philosophy around food is very much around this flexitarian model that's very inclusive. And it's looking at, I suppose, if you imagine your, your breakfast plate, your dinner plate, half of your plate, 50, 60 percent should be fruit and vegetables at every meal. And we tend to try to do that at dinner time, but classically kind of at breakfast and lunch, we're not kind of so strict on ourselves, I suppose. Um, So what I'd love to do today is kind of go through a couple of like top tips and helpful ideas for how this year we can genuinely eat a little bit more fruit and veg. I've got a pen, you go for it. Okay, (laughs) good stuff. The first one I think is... um, how we shop for it. Like traditionally, it's kind of, you know, we do the grocery shop, it's put it in the click and collect basket, put it in the trolley, we bring it home. There's other ways to source it. Like if you look locally, go into your green grocer. They've got gorgeous variety. They normally have local farmers markets are another really good way. Or you have these subscription boxes for fruit and veg and they don't even have to come from some of the bigger companies. Like locally, there's small producers in all communities and they'll do boxes of local seasonal fruit and veg for 15 euro, 25 euro, 30 euro. And they're a really good way to start. The other one is like, let's take any kind of snobbery out of it. Tinned fruit and vegetables is a really good place to start. It'll always be in the press. It won't really go off. Freezer as well, particularly this time of year for berries. You know, your frozen berries. They're not, you know, they're, they don't have quite the flavour. Fresh, so frozen is really, really good. So I think... And you don't lose shop- all of the nutrients, vitamins, all of that stuff by either canning or freezing? Uh, freezing, no. Freezing is a really good way of doing it. Tinning, yes, a little, but not enough to not eat them. You know what I mean? And if you're not going to get them at all versus, you know, maybe chopping up, uh, you know, tinned pears on your porridge in the morning, like that would be so much better than having nothing. So I think it's that's how we need to reframe how we look at this. Okay, so 
We change the way we shop. We look into yep. getting sub- sub- uh, subscription boxes if we can. We open our uh, eyes, hearts and minds to the possibility of tinned and frozen. How do we hide yep. all of this stuff? Because the thought of sitting down, if we're having 30, <laughs> we're going to hit kale at some point. And an entire serving of kale is just not worth the candle. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. I've been talking a lot about kale the last few days, actually. Um, I did a beautiful dish, actually, on the six o'clock for this week. And it was gorgeous. It was a beautiful kale pasta dish. But we did it with onions. And we used the humble onion, slow cook an onion for 35 minutes. It goes sweet and velvety and jammy. And the humble, boring old onion that we all have in the cupboard became the star of the show of this beautiful pasta dish with a little bit of kale, a couple of lentils, some beautiful ghost cheese melted in. So it's about flavour pairings and bringing out the best flavour we can out of our fruit and veg. So things like building a really good flavour pantry, having things like miso, having things like balsamic vinegar, having things like smoked paprika, cumin, anchovies in your pantry to really kind of bring out the flavour of those fruit and veg is really important I think um, another well, one I Isn't that though a critical thing because one of the we, we tend to um, turn our noses up at, at vegetables but most vegetables we cook in a way that you'd never cook meat if you took a piece of meat and said look I'm going to boil this for seven minutes and then just plop it unseasoned on a plate nobody would want that either Exactly. That's it. And it's it's looking at the ways, like I said, of bringing out the sweetness, bringing out those kind of earthy notes that are in the fruit and veg so we can genuinely really enjoy them. Because if they're just served up on a plate, steamed, boiled, they're very boring. So it's, it's imparting that flavour into them, I think, is, is really, really important. Um, a couple of, I suppose, creative ways that we can do that. If we look at breakfast time, something like porridge, if we start with porridge, like let's not just do like a bit of honey over the top or a nut butter or something like that. Um, we have like Bramley apples, our Irish apples. They're still in storage. There's plenty of them around. Stew them down and um, serve them with a little bit of a date puree, maybe a little bit of cinnamon over the top. Beautiful. Rhubarb. Poach rhubarb in orange juice. A couple of little bits of cardamom in there and have your poached rhubarb on top of your porridge. Plums. You can poach them in a little bit of Earl Grey tea. And so it's about just little bits of interesting flavours that you're pairing with your fruit and then introducing it into that meal that we have. Um, eggs are a brilliant one. Again, omelette, top in maybe a couple of little bits of spinach, a little bit of cheddar cheese, a little bit of dill. You've got a gorgeous omelette there. Shakshuka, which is eggs that are kind of poached in a tomato sauce. You can get in tomatoes, beans, spinach. So there's loads of little creative ways. And, and I suppose it's, again, not relying on just breakfast time for that or just dinner time. So it's having them at every single meal. Um, winter salads are another absolutely super way of doing that. Not relying on just a sandwich with a, a garnish of lettuce and tomato, you know, but actually filling up your plate and your bowl. Things like ancient grains, quinoa, amaranth, farro, roast off loads of veggies, squash, red onion, courgettes, aubergines, toss them in a little bit of olive oil, season them. Your vegetables need seasoning. Plenty of salt and pepper in there. And then toss those with a little bit of maybe whole wheat pasta, big dollop of pesto, feta cheese on top, loads of lovely, fresh, vibrant herbs. And like, that's how your veggies are going to taste really good. I tell you what, Ashling, I never thought the day would come, but you are making me hungry talking purely about salads. Fair play. That is Ashling Larkin, TV chef and mindful eating coach. Thanks very much, Ashling. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.